Well, we talk often about this rock. We actually did a nice video, so I'll post the the link and the um, in the description. But yeah. very briefly, how do you even get there? How do you even find that rock? Because it seems like it's a lifelong process. Um, and now we're getting to the crux of things where things are going to start getting challenging. Wow. <laughs> Um, well, we did talk about how that rock developed for myself. It's probably a little bit different for each individual. Um, but um, the thing, and I don't know if this is going to be helpful or not. The thing that I think you have to get comfortable with is the, that how impermanent life is. This is an experience. This is a time frame. We come here, we experience as much as we can, and then we leave and we go elsewhere. We, people are so afraid of death and there's nothing to be afraid of there. Um, yeah, it might hurt if you are suffering some pain. Um, you know, if you fall off a cliff and you're dropping 2,000 feet, you might experience a little bit of dismay on the way down, but then it's over. Boom. You know, you're, you're out of the body. In fact, you won't even stay in the body long enough to hit the ground. You're going to be out of the body before it ever hits the ground. Um, and I have had that experience where it was like, this is not going to end well. I'm out of here. Um, and, and so you learn that the body's just a vehicle. You stay in it as long as you can. You learn and you experience as much as you can, and then you move on. And so you have to get comfortable with that. And anybody below 50 is probably not going to be really comfortable with that. It's only between 50 and 60 that you end up having to come to terms with this idea of, you know, you know, I'm going to leave here. I'm, I'm going to be dead someday. And, and when you really, really, really think about that, it's like, ah, <laughs> at first it, it, there's this like, no. And then um, I don't know if it's time or wisdom or what, or you began to, uh, or I began to be very, very active in my dreams, more active than I had been ever before exploring other places and saying, well, you know what, where do I want to go? Am I planning for the next place? Am I getting ready? Um, don't wait until the life is over for you to decide what have you learned here and what, where can you go next that might offer what you want to learn next or what sort of experiences you can go backward in time. Time is a frequency zone. And the frequencies of, let's say, I've always wanted to go back to um, uh, Cuba in the days of Hemingway because it was before it became communist, before Fidel Castro came along. It was a, an amazing, I mean, it had some issues with mosquitoes and malaria, but um, the romance and the excitement and the drama of going to Cuba, being a writer there or, you know, et cetera. Um, you can go anywhere. You can go back to the um, 
to the Spanish-American War, if you want. You can go back to the Hebrews. You, you can go anywhere that you want to insert yourself into a frequency set. So um, I, I think um, the rock is really getting comfortable with what is, with the reality of how temporary this is. And you make a decision I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to play with this. I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, there's some miserable stuff. Yeah, my back aches when I garden too long. <laughs> yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Um, or, you know, summer comes and I love the summer, but I have such fine frizzy hair that it flies up and I can't get it to lay down. <laughs> you know, So there's little things that that don't go in the direction you want it to go in. But even that becomes part of the, the, the beauty of the whole place. And the, the rock almost always develops gradually. It develops from this um, the, uh, sort of a, what I call my own bullheadedness. Um, my own, uh, there was anger in the beginning that started it. And then that anger transformed me. Anger is change energy and trying to go somewhere <laughs> and it hasn't gone anywhere. And when you allow that anger to take you somewhere, um, where it took me was to this place where I was so detached that I discovered the pleasure, the ease, the magic, the freedom of detachment. And detachment for a lot of people starts out as not caring. And what once you discover the freedom of detachment, then you discover you're also free to love. So it isn't like you come to this place where you're in a hard, you know, you're a hard ass woman or a cold hearted witch or whatever. Nothing like that. You come to this place where you're absolutely stable and secure and almost nothing moves you and you see how everything is connected and you love it. <laughs> you just, you know, I, I just want the world to fall in love again. I was in fact going to, I think I'm going to write a letter to the cabal to, to just invite them to fall in love again. They, they got it all wrong. They got, they're all working on something that isn't going to fly. And I just, if we just can't get to the point where we can say, hey, stop that. Come on, come on over here, do this. Um, then we're just going to keep going around and around and around in that misery. You know, they win a little, we lose a little. We win a little, they lose a little. Back and forth. That You can't go anywhere. You can't create anything beautiful. You can't evolve your system to become much more eternal. There are places out there where beings live thousands of years thousands so you know what are we doing here why aren't we developing ourselves and our understanding of the nature how the how we function uh, all what are we doing oh we're <laughs> we're fighting we're arguing we're blaming we're criticizing um and in the meantime all of that just it negates the effort to build that rock inside the self. 
So we're going to talk a little bit more about that because I know a lot of people say, yeah, I would like to build a rock, but how do I do that? So I know that's not very obvious. And um, so we'll, we'll do another video on that, which links directly, I think, to the graveyard of the self. So building that rock also. Yes. So. Yeah, very good. Yeah, the graveyard of the self. You have to, the whole story of Osiris is that story. You have to put yourself back together again. You have been chopped up in a million little pieces. So, you know, the graveyard of the self, yeah, you have to wander around in that, find your pieces and put them back together and you will be different. And your husband or your wife might not like you anymore, but you will like yourself a whole lot. And there will be a certain comfort and understanding and love and if you can put yourself back together in uh, such a way that you can generate more love then your spouse is likely to fall in love with you all over again you know i just that goes back to something that my mother my parents loved each other and and it that was obvious um, and they had a sense of humor. And, and I remember one day when I was 16 or 17, my mother, um, my, there'd been this little bit of tension between my parents for maybe a year or two. And we were in the kitchen doing something. And I just remember saying, uh, we were having some conversation about relationships. And, um, and my dad, um, it wasn't around. And I said, well, where's dad? And she said, well, he had to work late again and work late. Many stayed over an hour. <laughs> it wasn't like he was gone all night. And, and we were so uh, regular and regimented every night. Dinner was on the table at six o'clock and all eight of us sat down to have dinner together and talk and chat. Um, and that had been disrupted by this period of my dad having to work and he was thinking maybe I'm gonna get a different job. He had been a consumer's um, power company for 30 years or 25 or whatever. And we got into this conversation anyway, let me not get too far off track, um, in which she said, um, yeah, it's been different. And, and we've both changed, we've both grown up and, and I remember looking at her and, and she said, she, she went on and she said, I was, she said, life begins at 40 because you, um, you end up being tired of pretending. You're tired of lying with your, with your attitude of lying with your, you know, you become who you really are because you're realizing there isn't much time left. Life is short. And so um, you start to become real. You start to become who you really are. And she said, that's caused a little bit of distance between us. And I got to the point where I thought, I don't know this man at all. And I don't think I even like him. I, he's changed. How dare he change? She said, and I didn't say anything. I just watched. And after a while, she said, I realized I don't know this man. Who is this guy? He's kind of good looking. I think I like him. And little by little, they fell in love all over again. And she said, that's how life goes. 
you come together, you're madly in love. After a while, it's like ho-hum. And then you get bored and you do something different. And now your partner doesn't know who you are anymore. And so there's this tension. And then she said, if you don't fall apart, if you don't insist on coming apart, you have the opportunity to fall in love again and again and again. And she said about every 10 years, it's all new. He's all new. She said, he's, he's so exciting. <laughs> and I'm thinking my dad, but it was a big lesson for me in understanding the cycle of relationships. And that's really the cycle for us as a population. We, we fall out of love. We don't know what the heck we're doing. The technology is different. The government is different. The money is different. The food is different. The neighbors are different. You have to wait and observe and let it come around until you fall in love with the whole system again. And then you can start something new. You can enjoy something new. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. part of the building of the rock. 